Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Welcome back to another episode. I hope we are all very well. Today's episode is going to touch a little bit on, not a little bit, we're going to deep dive in there um, about shift work, okay? Um, And how we can deal with night shifts, day shifts, long shift, shift work in general patterns. um, And especially for those people who are potentially on a fat loss phase, trying to lose a little bit of body fat. However, there are going to be clinkers in here that is helpful for everyone. And it's not just specific to people who are losing body fat, but some of the tips will be relative to that. So I just want to caveat at that as well that these tips can help everyone in general and even if you're not on a calorie deficit a lot of these you should do anyway um but first of all I want to preface with how do I have any um I suppose gumption not gumption what is the word I always go brain blank on these podcasts but how do I have any oh my god How do I have any experience in shift work? You might be thinking, Tara, you're an online coach. What are you talking about? Like, you can just go to bed. No. So for anyone who doesn't know, I am a radiographer, a diagnostic radiographer. I am trained in MRI now, but I used to work in a trauma center. I worked there for nearly three years um, in a major trauma center in London, one of the, I think the biggest trauma center in London. It was absolutely chaos. When I graduated from Belfast, I moved straight to London, started working there. I worked night shift, I worked day shift, I worked long days. I worked well over 40 hour weeks um, as the norm, as the standard um, and worked in A&E at nighttime, all that there jazz. And it was chaos. But listen, I got so much experience from it. And I always think it is so valuable for me now, even as a coach to have done that. Right now, I no longer work in the NHS. I work for a private clinic where I do two long days. So I still work shift work alongside full-time online coaching. Okay, so I do have experience in this. Obviously, there are going to be people out there listening who are like, well, I've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah, fair enough, whatever. Um, everyone is different, but I do have experience in it. And I think it's really important because sometimes I see online, like, you know, people, and it's not their fault also because they haven't done it. But for somebody to turn around and say like, you know, just don't eat at nighttime or, you know, don't... um just train like a normal person or do five or six sessions and say that to somebody who's maybe done five nights in a row or four nights on a row maybe had a cardiac arrest in there maybe had a patient whatever it is very unwell even lose a patient and then you tell them to go up and just get on with their life like it's not the same thing and I think that's really important to remember and I have a close friend who's a nurse as well and we've talked about this before just saying like you know you really have to take what people who don't do shift work and even coaches who don't have never done it or don't have experience with it with a pinch of salt because they don't mean it from a bad place whenever they're like just do it they don't really realize all I can explain shift work like to people is like having a hangover the next day but without the fun of having drank right um and that way it can be kind of annoying some people love shift work by the way this is not going to apply to everyone but for me I absolutely hated night shifts I love them because if you did one on a Thursday it meant you got Friday Saturday and Sunday off and I used to also hate that people would be like oh you're off tomorrow and I was like well no I'm not off tomorrow because I'm working 12 hours through the night and I need to sleep the next day like it's not the same thing it did have its benefits at points but I'm just I'm not a night shift person like let's be honest like I'm not gonna lie about it there is research out there to show that um people who do shift work night shifts etc do have a lower life expectancy and it's not good for your circadian rhythm it's not good for your health etc but with that being said, listen, we're all gonna die one day anyway, and it's not gonna cut 30 or 40 years off your life, okay? At the end of the day, a lot of people don't do shift work long-term. A lot of people, it's just for a brief period of time. Some people, it's not, but um, 
it's not about worrying about things like that it's about how can we focus on what we can control rather than what we can't control so another example of how to control your controllables and I want to also say that all of the advice I'm about to give is specific to me because I've done it and I've been experienced in it but it doesn't mean that it's perfect advice for you everyone is different I have looked into this a lot I've read the research on it to be fair the research is quite vague and it does also say at the end of like every research paper that um it is very individual dependent because everyone is obviously very 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 different um but it is important to remember that what I'm saying is is something that has worked for me and it has also helped a lot of my clients whilst we try and create the routine that's perfect for them a lot of the advice that I have to give to them they do find very very helpful and one of the things is that on night shifts specifically or even on day shifts to be fair because they're long days like in the hospital setting it's quite like oh like if there's a box of sweets there or somebody goes to like the local shop and buys shit ton of like chocolates and sweets and stuff and like when you are absolutely exhausted and you're run hell for leather and like also up against a lot of emotional situations of course you are going to grab that sugary food it's exposed to you first of all it's available quite often it's free you know like somebody's given a box of sweets or it's somebody's birthday or there's cake or whatever it is and it's there to the eye you're hungry you're tired you know it's just easy to grab okay it's it's not your fault there's nothing wrong with you like it's very normal that that happens okay um and it's a very common environment for it to be in and one thing i always think and I'm and this is not to any shade to anybody but quite often I like I worked in healthcare right and I look after my health is one of my number one priorities but I find sometimes it's actually hilarious to look around and look at the nurses the doctors the radiographers the physios the OTs or whatever um and see how much they are neglecting their own health and that is one thing that the NHS in general is absolutely shocking for is the well-being and the health of their own staff like it's ridiculous sometimes when I see people give care to other people or you know lecture people on things and I'm like you do not practice that yourself like there is not even like healthy eating really available near us you know the fact that all of the shops are just full of sweets etc there's barely any high protein things or barely any um fruit available like all of the stuff that's promoted is just basically fast food how do you ever expect like if the vending machines are going to be full of crisps and chocolates and that's the only thing that's open at night how do you expect your staff to be able to do that but that's another thing in itself I just think that everyone should remember that everyone in there is human and I'm not saying that you need to be perfect but it is kind of hilarious when you think about about it that way like most of the people in there aren't looking after themselves but then they're looking after you um but that's not to put any shade on the NHS that's just in general that's like any hospital any healthcare any place whatever it's just um very very common I think that is something that a lot or the NHS would really benefit from is to look after their staff a little bit better um and to provide them maybe with the um I suppose even advice on night shifts and how to care for themselves and day shifts and how to care for themselves and like the nutrition and stuff to support that because it is very 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 important okay anyway moving on I'm gonna cover it in two parts I'm gonna go with day shifts first and then move on to some tips for night shifts so day shifts being um the fact that you are on different shift patterns right so you might be on a short day one day a long day the next a long day the next a short day the next a night shift the next whatever it is um day shifts primarily I'm going to talk about them being long days so 12 hours 13 hours some times nurses are 14 hours plus whatever it is it's not just healthcare by the way I should have said that it's not about healthcare I'm just saying it from that point of view because I've done it but obviously if you work in a factory if you work somewhere else that needs night shifts or day shifts this can also apply to you it can even apply to you if you have long days as well by the way um, and the one thing I would say to anybody who is working shift work is that preparation is your best friend preparation is essential I don't care 
what you are doing, even if you're in a fat loss phase, if you're not, preparation is key. It is gonna save you time. It is gonna save you money. It is gonna help your health. It is gonna help your work. It's gonna help everything. If you prep, it is the number one golden thing that you can do for yourself. And I actually think people who are busier tend to actually be far better at sticking to their goals because they're so busy doing their life and like doing their work that they're just like this actually fits into my life and it's really helpful so I can just kind of keep going whereas people who don't they end up eating food that's maybe a lot higher in salt a lot higher in carbs a little bit worse for them a little bit less nutrient dense they feel shit they're tired it spirals they're in a bad mood all of that thing can kind of add up on each other so if you have prepped and you look after yourself and have a bit of a routine, I think it is literally the most beneficial thing that you can do. So that might look like on a Sunday, doing your food shop and doing your meal prep for the next five days. That is personally what I do. Even now that I don't work shift work all the time, I still do that because I think it is the most beneficial that anyone can thing that anyone can do I also do want to say I'm not a mom I don't have dependence I do not have to cook for anyone else apart from myself so obviously it is going to be different for everyone else but if you're in the position that you can control your own food intake I would strongly recommend to um prep your food even if you maybe eat your dinner with your family and you want to prep your breakfast your lunch and your snack then I would recommend doing that you can make five portions of overnight oats on a Sunday and they will be fine for the next five days you can make um a fucking egg bagel for the next three days and it will be fine for you to eat the next three days if you keep it in the fridge you can make your lunches for the next five days and they will be 100 be fine for the next five days you can even make more than that freeze them take them out if you want to do that um and it can work but preparation is key so for me what i would recommend is to have breakfast prepped which for me would be like overnight oats have your lunch prepped as well before so that you have your lunch bring some fruit as a snack and then if you're doing a long day I find the time that you get really hungry it is about five o'clock because most people probably eat their dinner in and around six so that's where they're kind of like mm, I'm a bit tired I'm a bit hungry now and I'm on until say eight o'clock which means I won't get home really until nine so there's kind of two ways to do this obviously some people will be like I just actually bring like a second meal and I eat it in work at like five or six some people's jobs might allow that most people's won't and I know that for me that wasn't possible so what I did was bring a high protein high um fiber with some fruit snacks so that would be like um a bowl of like yogurt with some chia seeds some nuts um and maybe some fruit and a little bit of peanut butter and that kept me really full it satiated me it was nice and I knew that's what I had a it was routine and b it was delicious right whereas if you tend to go for something that's just like I'll just have like a quick cereal bar or whatever it gives you like a, a burst of energy so for like 30 minutes you might be like yeah I'm fine but then after that you're probably going to crash again um and it's not going to keep you full until your dinner right so you want something that's going to keep you nice and full um which you can fit in there and that's why I think like a yogurt pot or even like a protein shake and like even a protein shake in a bar or a protein shake in a sliced toast if you can fit that in that's perfect some fruit I always say like it needs to be easy it needs to be on the go because not everyone will have access to like a fridge um, and not everyone will have access to yeah like cutlery or whatever it is but something that fits into your routine that you know that you can keep and will be fine most people do have access to a fridge somewhere in the staff room so if you can I would recommend just throwing it in there and it can kind of be super helpful other people might be like a protein bar keeps me going whatever it is but I think if you tell yourself you're not going to eat until after work 
now some people might be able to but most people won't they end up going to the vending machine or the shop and then the only thing that's there is chocolate or whatever it's not the end of the day if all you do is eat the piece of chocolate or whatever or every once in a while you do give in the chocolate but I'm saying in general you need to remember that like this is your life you do night you do day shifts you do night shifts like this is your working pattern you need to find something that's sustainable and maintainable for you so um I think that that can be really beneficial no after dinner or after the shift it's about half eight whatever it might be nearly nine by the time you get home um some people will eat their dinner then some people have the luxury of like their dinner being made for them they'll eat it then that's grand they're happy days to switch off other people will be like i come in and the last thing i want to do is cook so either they order a takeout in if that's what they can do or they um don't eat anything which also is not the most beneficial thing in the world i would recommend two things so if you can prep your dinner before and you like to have like a um a dinner in the evening or even like a lunch style dinner so like a wrap or um like a sandwich or for me what I like to do this is the second thing I was gonna say is to essentially have breakfast for dinner so I would have like a bagel and eggs and sausages now I will always cook the sausages like I said when I'm doing my meal prep so I'd have like literally a box of sausages ready to go that all I have to do is heat them up so I will just put the eggs in the pan takes two minutes heat a bagel up have some sausages with that there's high protein some carbs um a little bit of fat in there and it's delicious I have a cup of tea and that's perfect for me it keeps me full it's nice it's probably about four or five hundred calories depending on how much I have of it um can be obviously like 300 if you have like a slim bagel but it keeps me full I don't feel absolutely too full that I can't sleep and it works well for me or I would have like maybe a dinner which is like a smaller size I don't personally like to eat like a humongous big meal after work because I find it keeps me up late at night but everyone is different but it might work for you right the other thing is is that shift workers need to protect their sleep now I know after a long day the last thing that you want to do is to just go straight to bed right you don't want to do it like your head is wired you haven't had your time to scroll on instagram you haven't caught up with your boyfriend you haven't been chatting to your family you want a bit of a keely you know it is what it is listen the thing is is i always recommend anyone who does shift work and i have this down to a t now is a wind down routine a wind down routine is essential right and that means you give yourself permission to have a bit of like you know time off whether it be scrolling on instagram whether it be a little bit you know of fucking watching love island whatever it is but there has to be a cutoff point right so if i finish work this is what i do at the minute i finish work by eight i'm home by like probably latest half eight half my food straight away i come in and i eat straight away so half eight before nine i'll have my food done right and then i on a normal night would try to go to bed between 10 and half 10 but on long days i find my brain's a bit more wired so i find it a little bit harder to switch off so what i will give myself is like an hour of time between nine and ten to fuck about on my phone to catch up on a show to do whatever i want to do for that hour but the hour then ends at 10 there's no carrying on i don't care if you're still wired to the moon you have to in place a wind down routine so what i will do is start to turn the main lights off i will you know like i have a lumi light so like one of those light exposures i'll turn it down to like the sunset i will turn my phone on like blue or like the blue light off my phone i will um set my phone as like the sleep reminder so it's like right turn off by or you don't get notifications after that time um I'll read a little book I'll maybe journal a bit and then I'll put myself into bed to go to sleep um ASAP Rocky now it might mean that I'm lying in bed and I'm kind of tossing and turning for a little minute but I will not grab my phone again like you can't because you need to remember the impact sleep has on your diet on your life on your energy levels on your mood etc etc it is so important and I say that because 
your sleep if you sleep terribly right it's the same as a hangover like if you sleep terribly you are far more likely to wake up in a bad mood that way you're going to be attracting more negative energy so you're going to be contagiously negative to the people around you you're also going to have a worse day you're going to be more likely to um reach for foods that are less nutrient dense you're going to be more likely to reach for the easier foods because you're too tired to cook etc even though that's what would be best for you you're like i don't want to because it's too i'm too like tired i'm just going to grab something in the canteen i'm just going to do this or that um and i'm just going to basically you know let it spiral so sleep has way more impact on it than you actually think it does so i would strongly recommend especially if you're doing back-to-back long days to protect it as best as you can and have a little bit of a wind down routine even if you it's the last thing that you want to do I promise you the next day if you try that you will feel so 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 much better I also have a few other little tips that I will mention in here so caffeine is one thing that shift workers rely a lot on I still would strongly recommend everyone to have a caffeine cutoff point my caffeine cutoff point in a day would be like 2 p.m maybe latest 3 p.m right 2 p.m like most days like I wouldn't really go over 2 p.m at all if um ever to be honest like that's only a very odd day now that I would go over 2 p.m I definitely used to be a devil for having a coffee at like my half four break when I was in the NHS but when I tried to wind that down or swap it to a decaf I found that I was able to switch off so much better at night time and it had a better impact on me the next day don't get me wrong there will be days where you need that coffee but nine times out of ten you just tell yourself that you need it and you don't actually need it so try and just swap it for a decaf and see how you get on there and because it will be far more beneficial for you the other thing is hydration hydration if you do not have a bottle of water by you at all times what are you actually doing if you tell yourself or sorry if you are constantly like i'm hungry i'm hungry i'm hungry most of the time you're probably actually just thirsty and that sounds ridiculous but if you took a big glass of water and a few deep breaths you're probably not actually hungry you might be bored or you might be overwhelmed or you might be emotional and the, the food might be right in front of you but you're not actually hungry so take water with you everywhere and that's for day shifts that's for night shifts that's for life in general water is like the literal number one key thing that people miss out on and it's the same thing like when you're hungover and you're dehydrated all you crave is salty foods um so it's the same thing on a day shift stop letting yourself go dehydrated hydrate yourself babe right keep the water there in front of you so that would be some of the wee recommendations that i'd have for day shift people i think honestly day shifts whilst you're like oh, i'm so busy i have no time to do that yes you do everyone has time everyone has 30 minutes everyone has an hour everyone has and i'm not saying the same 24 hours in a day because that sounds absolutely idiotic but don't come and tell me that you don't have time like it is possible if you make the time if you're going to sit and scroll on instagram on a sunday evening for four hours you have time to prep a few lunches and i am the laziest cook you will ever meet like i am the most efficient cook you will ever meet in your entire life i literally i i personally don't have i love food by the way and i do like cooking when i give myself the time to do it but i'm the busiest body ever and i hate spending time cooking and i hate that i hate that because i actually would really enjoy it if i let myself but i don't i just think efficiency so i have it down to a t which i know what works for me and i'm like bish bash bosh i have all my meal prep done for the week in an hour and 45 minutes max like that's a long time to me for me to do that i am like bish bash bosh all my fruit all my vegetables all cut up into the pots into the thing cook it all and another thing that you do if you don't want a meal prep is that you can prep the components separately so all of your veg prep them all of your meat sources prep them all of your carb sources like pastas or rice have them cooked put them all in the fridge and then if you want to you can just make up the portions as you go and that can work for some people either but honestly 
if you aren't prepping what are you doing what are you doing because it's honestly the number one key trick that i would tell anyone to do i recommend it so strongly to a friend okay so next we're actually going to go ahead and talk about night shifts i actually want a disclaimer because you're going to hear a difference in my voice um i had to stop the recording at the end of the last part and now i'm doing it in like a second part so it's currently the morning time it's actually my last day in london as i finish off this recording because i'm going to post it today which is wednesday and it's actually snowing what the hell Anyway, this is so random because it's in the middle of this podcast. But listen, anyone who's made it this far is staying. So we're going to move on to um, night shifts. So what to do around night shifts because they are slightly different. I always recommend everyone kind of see in their nutrition. Um, so like their calorie intake on a 24-hour kind of cycle or um, on a weekly average cycle rather than on that one specific day. So say from like 7 a.m. to like... 10 p.m. when they're normally supposed to go to bed instead of that see your cycle as like a weekly average and that way it makes it a little bit easier but with that being said that doesn't mean you should eat all night around the clock right um it's really important to remember that your body does need some time to digest but everyone is different we know at like fucking four in the morning if somebody has a box of sweets or i don't know comes with whatever type of treat that you're craving because it's basically like a night out like at four or five a.m is when you start to get the munchies like you're gonna eat it if it's there and if it's given to you and you don't really have a plan of action in place so how do we kind of combat that so what I recommend and what I used to do again everyone is slightly different but I would have had my dinner so say I was going on a night shift I would have had my dinner as close to the night shift as physically possible um so say you started at eight and if like if it meant I had my dinner at like I don't know 6 45 7 7 15 whatever if I could have it as late as I could I would um or if there was a chance that you could maybe bring your dinner in with you um and eat it on shift then I would also recommend that but that's not going to be possible for anybody um but it is something that you can do so that you have your dinner maybe at like eight and it, it kind of does you a little bit longer the other thing then that I would do is that I knew I would like some people are like I don't go bring anything into night shifts I don't eat from like 6 a uh, 6 p.m sorry until like the next morning but I know personally that I would be running to the vending machine so what I would have done is at like 10 or 11 p.m depending on when like there was a rough break in like the chaos I would always make a cup of tea with a chocolate bar so the bar would have been like I don't know like a twirl stick or whatever it is if I really wanted chocolate, that's what I would have had. Um, and then if I was like, I know I'm super hungry today, I would have always brought like a pot of yogurt, like high protein yogurt, maybe some fruit in there, a little bit of, um, what do you call it? Like, I don't know, granola style things, chia seeds, whatever. Um, and had that as my like late night snack at like 10 or 11 if I wanted it. But it was usually when I crave chocolate. So that's when I would have really had like a piece of chocolate and a cup of tea and it did me dandy. And then I drew a line under it. I was like, you don't eat now um, because you're probably just bored of eating um, until the next morning. The time that then I, like I said, is when you struggle is usually when it comes to like 5am. People who do night shifts are going to know what I'm talking about. But it's kind of like where you think it's like it's literally like being on a night out like you get the munchies it's like you're so tired like you're hungry now like is a breakfast sorry breakfast is it breakfast time or is it like dinner time like your your body's like what the fuck is going on so at five or six a.m because like usually most people get on shift at eight i used to be okay to kind of push myself to like get to eat but i would have had a time where i was like i need you know some food in there so I would always give it to myself whether it be some people bring in a full-on breakfast at like 5 or 6 a.m and they have like their breakfast then I wouldn't have done that I would have brought in like a um I don't know a piece of fruit or maybe even a bowl of cereal or um 
again like yogurt with some fruit whatever it is I would have tried to keep it like actual food um rather than just like a squares bar or something like that because it wouldn't really last you um so that is like something that I would have done around five or six have like a something in there that I could have if I wanted it and if I didn't I would always make sure I go home and have my breakfast anyway so that leads me on to the next thing is I would recommend having your breakfast before you go for a nap the next day and because you don't want to wake up because you're hungry which does happen if you don't eat and then you go to sleep you'll probably wake up at like 12 or 1 because your body's like I'm actually so hungry because it doesn't know what's happening so I would always recommend eating something it'll make you sleepy anyway and then you um can fall asleep everyone's different but again the same with sleep I would recommend that you see your sleep in an average of the week rather than being like I didn't get eight hours last night of course you didn't get eight hours last night you were bloody working all day you know everyone is very very different but um I would see it as getting as much sleep as possible on the week so if the next night you go to sleep and you could sleep for 10 hours sleep for 10 hours like don't feel bad about that and I actually read once that um what do you call it three hours of rest is the same as one hour of sleep I don't know how accurate that is but I like to say it's accurate because there is times where I would have like tossed and turned and couldn't sleep and though what I wanted to do was just like get on my phone or get up and do something but I mean myself like lie there and watch like I was queen of watching shitty at Netflix Netflix episodes like anything that was like the easiest watch that would make me fall asleep was what I would put on in the morning when I had my breakfast I also always come in and if you can do this I would recommend like if you've got the house to yourself is like keep it as dark as possible like even in your bedroom like all me and lights down like help yourself out so that you can go to sleep other things that will help your sleep is like an eye mask ear and um, plugs as well will really help your sleep some people like like lavender spray and stuff to help them sleep but I would strongly recommend getting as much sleep as you physically po- po- sorry as much sleep as physically possible on a weekly average rather than being like I didn't get my eight hours and now I'm fucked. Try if you can get an extra hour here or there or as close to your weekly average as physically possible. So say like you've got seven days a week you want to get eight hours sleep that would be fifty six hours of sleep that you would essentially want to get in right. What I would recommend is like aiming for no lower than like 50 hours on average okay because sleep is the most important thing that you can get back for yourself because if you remember that like if you are tired your mood is going to be lower you're going to be far less likely to want to like get up and do anything productive you're going to be far less likely to get up and have energy to do anything let alone work out you're going to have um really less sorry I can't speak this morning less chances of um going and grabbing like less nutrient dense snacks out of convenience because you're so tired and if you try and catch up on your sleep as best as you can um so those are just a few little tips that I would recommend some people try if it works for you it works um and I do actually want to say that caffeine as well is something that like a lot of shift workers will go towards um I personally after my 10 p.m cup of tea um didn't have any teas or coffees throughout the night um even sometimes if I wasn't that tired I would have swapped that last one for decaf I always keep decaf tea bags in my um backpack in my work because I was like if I want tea I'll just make a decaf cup of tea um personally coffee just didn't really work for me but it was like tea at that time of night that I wanted so decaf cups I would swap to even in the morning I know it's so tempting to like have your coffee or whatever but if you could avoid that swap that for a decaf or even for um a decaf cup of tea or like a herbal tea that will do you a lot more justice than a full-on caffeinated drink remember that there is obviously caffeine in decaffeinated drinks um or decaf coffee rather so 
don't beat yourself up about it but i would just try your best because obviously caffeine is going to be a stimulant and it will keep you awake for a little bit longer so that is what i would recommend on that same with fizzy drinks etc like just drink water like bring water everywhere with you on a night shift like have that big one liter two liters of water beside you and like drink that through the night that will help you so much and um, to just stay hydrated and you will get dehydrated if you're up and you're walking and you're busy um, and you're you're probably likely to get like a headache as well so um hydration will help with that as well um a few little points i want to just add at the end is um emergency snacks I do have this rule where I wouldn't bring stuff in, right? I would literally tell my colleagues, I'd be like, right, I know we're working together. It would be very common where I worked before to like bring in loads of snacks and the two of you eat them because it used to be two of us only in A&E on radiography shift. But I would just make the rule being like, hey, I know we're working together, but like I'm going to be bringing in like this, like I'll bring you in like a chocolate bar or whatever, but um, or even maybe I would buy fruit to share. But I was like, I'm not bringing in like those of shit and I don't expect you to do that for me either because I'm not going to eat it and I don't really want to eat it and I know I'll just graze on it because it's 4am um, and most of the time the colleagues are like yeah yeah fair like I actually don't want to do that either some colleagues will be like what are you talking about like we're just gonna have like pizza and it's like that's one thing as well people order like food in on a night shift sometimes like pizzas or whatever because like at like 11 they haven't eaten I would strongly advise against that like that's not going to make you feel any way good like the salt in those foods at that time of night like I never once in the whole three years I worked there ordered food in on a night shift because I just knew it was not going to make me feel good like I wake up after having like a pizza or something and I'm like I'm so dehydrated um and you do not want that feeling on a night shift so I reckon if you actually eat then you'll be like well I'm not hungry if however you go in there absolutely starving that's completely different like eating something is better than nothing and you're going to be far more likely to eat the pizza but otherwise I would recommend like it's not really necessary um the other thing was oh yeah emergency snacks I did bring emergency snacks in my bag so I kept them as things like if I really wanted that like I would eat it so like for example you know like instant porridge and stuff like that there or like I would bring extra bit of fruit or whatever so that if I had those nights which do come by the way um I had like a really like hungry night I would be like well you can go and make that if you want it or like I would bring a bagel in and I'd be like if you really really want that you have to take the time and energy to go and like you know toast that up which is probably going to take time away so it's not going to be the most beneficial thing but I would bring emergency snacks because on the off chance that you do need the emergency snack otherwise you're going to end up going to the vending machine and just purging into food that like is really not going to be beneficial for you so I would strongly advise bringing um what do you call it snacks that are emergency I used to keep them in my locker so they were nowhere near me and if I had to get them I would be like I have to go and get that I'm really really hungry and your colleague would be like yeah grand but otherwise if it's just there and if it's something you love you're going to eat it so I would make it something that you're kind of like I don't really crave porridge at that time of the night but it will like it will do the job of what I need it to do if that makes sense so I hope that that makes sense I would definitely recommend bringing emergency snacks just in case because there's always going to be that night where you are a little bit hungrier um and then yeah the rule of like do not bring it in because if you set yourself like a a rule of being like I don't eat between 11 and 5 a.m then you're like well I just don't eat that so like it's not even a possibility I just literally am like that's just a bit of a rule I choose not to do that because it's actually better for me to do that and if you fuck up by the way it doesn't matter like it's not the end of the world it's just having a rough routine I think is the best thing that you can do for yourself and I always recommend for people to get into um a routine 
and back to normality the sooner that you can the better so like if it's the last night shift that you're on I would always recommend getting up maybe like midday like one or two I know there's people here who would probably be like I sleep until like 6 p.m and then I get up and I go on shift again that's not me like I was the worst sleeper ever I would go home um and maybe sleep between like nine and if I slept till like 12 or half 12 I would have been buzzing with myself like I would be like please just stay in bed till one like if you stay in bed till one like you still have the rest of the day so I would strongly recommend um getting back into routine as possible I didn't find that bad though because that meant on my last night shift what would happen is I would still be able to go to bed at like whatever normal time to get back into daytime routine but some people maybe if you're doing back-to-back night shifts I would recommend getting obviously as much sleep as you possibly can in between the two um but if it's like the last night shift that you're on and I would recommend maybe stopping it by like lunchtime 2 p.m and then making sure that you're able to get back into a daytime routine by getting to sleep um earlier that night as well the other thing is is that after a night shift I always recommend it like by lunchtime or so whatever time it is that you're getting up um get out get some fresh air like that's the best thing that you can do for yourself if there's any vitamin d out there that you can get i would go and get it like go out even if it's for a 10 minute walk um or a 15 minute walk whatever it is i always recommend going out and getting some sun exposure getting some light getting some fresh air because it will if nothing else just boost your mood okay um and that was what I would say for eating around night shifts. Obviously, training comes impacted by night shifts and day shifts as well. Um, I always recommend for people to just do what they can, where they can find out what works for you. There are people out there who can just completely trophy on. Like I had co-workers because we our gym was beside our um hospital who on their like night shift break would go to the gym for 30 minutes and I would be like that is it for me the most unproductive thing that I could do because my body is tired why would I turn around and do that or you know they'd finish a night shift and go straight to the gym that's that you're never going to see me promote that because I think you need some form of sleep like I'm battling on through that is not going to be beneficial for you in any way because your body will not be able to recover um so what I would have done is the, the day of my night shifts I would have got like a really good session in there if I could and then I personally because my night shifts weren't like running into each other like back to back to back to back and um, quite often there was just one um, and then I go to days again and then I have one and then I go to days again I would try my best to just schedule it so that I didn't actually do any training the day after but that was because I was able to some people won't be able to do that so if you know say on the first night shift you're okay to go to the gym the next day but then come the second or third night shift you're like absolutely not then it's absolutely not like don't worry about it there's seven days in a week you're probably on three nights like yes that's going to impact the next three days but like can you train on the other three days or the other four days like can you even train twice a week it's about getting in what you can and making it sustainable for you and not worried about what you can so saying I'm going to train five times a week for somebody who does four night shifts is probably not the best split to be on to be honest and being really rooted with yourself and realizing that you have to rest with the same intensity as you output you're far better to do two or three really good sessions than to do five or six really shitty sessions um in my personal opinion but um obviously if you work with me we will work that out for you um absolutely no problem but if you're listening to this you're like "Mm, um that was actually kind of helpful I hope that you did enjoy it and if you enjoyed the episode please make sure to give it a thumbs up and a rating on Spotify that would really 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 help me push it out to more people and I genuinely appreciate from the bottom 
the bottom the bottom of my heart i'm so sorry i can't speak in this episode um and yeah if you enjoyed it even share it um to a colleague or share it to a friend who maybe works in shift work even share it on your instagram stories tag me at tarji fit it would honestly mean the world to me because it gets out to more people and thank you so much i hope you have an unbelievable day i am about to embark on my last day as a radiographer in london what the actual heck like i can't even cope but anyway have an unreal day keep her lit i will see you in the next episode